0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the Hope in Crisis podcast, where Tim Costello brings you intimate conversations with his inspiring friends from around the world during this difficult time of coronavirus. Our desire is that you would be filled with hope through these conversations, to remain faithful and resilient during these unprecedented times. This is a special bonus episode with Tim Costello talking about the End COVID for All campaign and why he's lending his voice to this nationwide movement. Well, the remarkable thing about uh, the COVID-19 crisis, unlike any crisis I've ever participated in, is that it's global, that uh, there is no place in the world untouched. Even if infection rates aren't soaring, their economic uh, future is looking uncertain because uh, of the economic shutdown and closure. So this is particularly global and profound and without a vaccination, uh, unending. None of us know quite when this is going to end. Um, I live in Melbourne, in Victoria, and uh, we thought we were doing well, and then we had outbreaks. I must admit I even felt a bit of collective shame as a Victorian when I heard the New South Wales Premier say, don't come up to New South Wales or the New South Wales Health Minister literally say if you come to the footy at the SCG and you're Victorian, we're going to turn you away at the gate. And it's interesting how suddenly I felt I'd left the side down because I'm Victorian, even though I've been carefully, physically distancing and, and complying. So the psychological impact, the outbreaks that keep occurring, keep tripping us up. And, of course, we have passed that uh, very terrifying number of uh, 10 million infections, half a million uh, humans who have died from uh, this virus. So if ever there was uh, an illustration of uh, what Paul, preaching in Acts 17, said there on Mars Hill, that God created the world from one ancestor. He created all the nations of the world. That sense of one ancestor being biologically connected is profoundly true in this virus. It's why we at Micro Australia have launched a campaign called End COVID for All, a campaign which asks people to sign a pledge, a pledge saying we are committed to ending it for all, to seeing what we can do ourselves, what our government can do to end it for all, because none of us are safe until it ends for all. This is a different take, I guess, on Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous statement that uh, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere, and infection anywhere is a threat to us all everywhere. Well, I have to say that uh, in COVID and for all is really an appeal to the nation to say though our boundaries are shut, our national borders are closed for the foreseeable future, our mm-hmm. hearts are not shut. And we are so aware that in neighbouring nations, there's infection rates soaring, such as in Indonesia, and where they're not already seeing high infection rates, there's dramatic economic hardship pushing people back into poverty. Uh, the World Bank estimates 500 million people will be pushed back into absolute poverty. That's living on less than $1.90 a day undoing so many of the achievements of lifting people out of poverty just because of economic activity literally shutting down. Whether it's East Timor or Papua New Guinea or the Solomons, we are now seeing levels of poverty in those three neighbouring countries equal to sub-Saharan African levels of poverty. We always thought our neighbourhood was somehow a bit different The Pacific, and it wasn't African levels of poverty. Well, this is what COVID 19 is doing to our neighbors. So, End COVID for All really is an expression of what the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 10. In Galatians 2, Paul is recounting the first. Dispute that involved race, ethnicity, religion that nearly blew the Christian church apart. Do the Gentiles have to be circumcised, obey the kosher laws, the Sabbath laws, the Jewish law, in order to fully recognize the Messiah? That the, the Christ Jesus, who has come as the Messiah to Israel, If they believe in him, they really need to go through the gate of being Jewish. And, of course, Paul stood face to face in a pretty acrimonious uh, standoff with Peter and James and John, the leaders in Jerusalem. You can read about that Jerusalem council in Acts 15. But in Galatians 2.10, when Paul remembers how they settled this dispute, He remembers it this way. He says, they agreed that the Gentiles did not have to become Jewish, that just as Peter was the apostle to the circumcised, he, Paul, was the apostle to the uncircumcised, to Gentiles. It's it's funny to reflect on this. I've never been in a church meeting which has ever had a debate over circumcision. Yet that was the debate. In the first church that nearly blew them apart, could Jew and Greek be equally receiving the Holy Spirit without the Greek having to become Jewish first Galatians two ten then says this: the dispute was settled, and the agreement the one thing Paul says they asked of me was to remember the poor. I love that phrase, to remember the poor. It picks up the signature message of Jesus, his first sermon, Luke chapter 4. There he's preaching in his hometown synagogue in Nazareth and he says, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me, has pointed at me being the Messiah. That's what anointing means. And what is the message? Good news for the poor. That's Jesus. The last great teaching Jesus gave before his uh, uh, betrayal, trial, crucifixion and resurrection, his last teaching, perhaps therefore we must give great weight to this teaching of Jesus in Matthew 25 is, but Lord, when did we see you hungry, naked in prison? We might add sick with the virus. And Jesus says, that person in prison, that was me. That person sick, yep, that too was me. When you did it to those remembering the poor, you were doing it to me. The great schism that could have blown the church apart that was settled was settled with consensus, remember the poor, which Paul says, I was eager to do. and. COVID for all is our expression today of remembering the poor. The poor in countries with fragile health systems, without uh, ICU units and ventilators, the poor who already disproportionately have been suffering the impact of the virus, even in first world countries. We know that one third of Afro-Americans in America know someone who has died from the virus. Why? Because Afro-Americans are disproportionately poor or in the frontline jobs that are most exposed to the virus. Remember the poor. The profound truth of Christianity is that in the cross of Jesus, God suffered the death of what was kept for rebellious slaves or rebellious people, utter humiliation on the cross, Roman power symbolised we run the world, and if you question us, if you question the peace of Augustus, Augustus the Caesar, you in the name of that peace will be executed in a humiliating, horrifying death that might take two days in public. That God in dying that death in Jesus has sided with the humiliated with the weak, with the poor. It's why I often uh, smile to myself that uh, secular people into social justice often uh, are critical of Christian faith. Human rights, social justice didn't just come with the Enlightenment. It came with Jesus, with a God who sides with the poor. Frederick Nietzsche understood that powerfully in declaring God is dead in uh, saying that that uh, religion of Christianity is a slave morality, that the meek and the weak and the poor can't inherit the earth, that it's the excellent and the strong, even the wicked, who have done the best things, the most excellent things on earth. If secular and atheistic people were honest today, they would have far more a Nietzschean view of not siding with the poor. When they side with the poor in social justice, blame Christianity for that. That is Jesus. That is the legacy. It's why I sometimes even call secularists and atheists in our society Christian secularists, Christian atheists. Their legacy to Jesus is so great. Remember the poor? For us, we're translating that in end COVID for all. We encourage you to sign the pledge to speak about what we can do with Australia, particularly having dodged the bullet, to end COVID for all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hope in Crisis. We're a new podcast, so we would really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends and leave us a rating and review whilst making sure you're subscribed to receive our future episodes. That would be great. Be blessed and we'll be back soon with our next inspiring conversation. Brought to you by The Eternity Podcast Network.